resident lighting specialist to our Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Dennis Lister joins us from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where he is president of Dell Motorized Solutions. His career began in the early 90s working in his father's custom furniture upholstery business, but that company morphed into his current motorized blinds and automated shades custom fabrication and wholesale company in 1996. Today, he is Lutron's top-selling shades dealer in the world. He was recently invited by Lutron president Ed Blair to serve as the featured speaker during a groundbreaking ceremony of Lutron's recently announced 145,000 square foot shades manufacturing edition in Ashland, Virginia. Dennis's business is fairly unique as he serves both a, as a windows shade subcontractor to custom integrators in New York, Philadelphia, and New Jersey, and also a manufacturer of extremely custom shade solutions to integrators throughout the U.S. There's a lot more to his story than just that condensed description, which is why I'm happy to welcome him to the podcast. Dennis Lister, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. In a story that we posted on October 1st, uh, Lutron's new shades manufacturing facility expansion in Virginia comes on the heels of the company's record growth and continued innovation in the shades category. Um, Lutron President Ed Blair said that adding another dedicated shade manufacturing facility reinforces Lutron's commitment to dealers and readies the industry for category growth. It must have been a big honor to be chosen to represent the professional dealer community at that event. How were you approached about serving as a guest speaker and what was your message to um, in your presentation? Yeah, it really was. Uh, it, it's truly uh, their facility already is amazing. Uh, it's 50,000 square foot now dedicated just to shades plus a monstrous warehouse. Um, and they're adding 150,000 approximately square foot to it to become a campus. It's going to be absolutely magnificent. Um, yeah, so we were, I was approached uh, after um, Ed Blair came to us and talked about our numbers. And, uh, you know, I knew we were a very uh, large shade uh, dealer of theirs, uh, but he let us know uh, it's the largest in the country and actually in the world. Um, so my message really uh, was uh, at the factory to let everyone there know what their importance is because uh, they, without them, we are nothing, right? So their products they make, they just have to work. If they don't, we can have the best sales team, the, the most incredible installs you could ever see. But if the shade doesn't work, we have nothing. So I wanted to make sure all the people there at the factory, whether they're their packaging and, and the packages arrive. They're never broken shades, never. Mm. Uh, the people who put every component in, there's always the right screws and the brackets and everything is always there. We, we could travel six hours with 50 shades. We don't have time to open every box and make sure what's inside, measure the fabric. We don't need to. Lutron made it and it's just always right. So I wanted to relay that to everyone at the factory so they understand that uh, we would not be here today if it were not for them in, uh, in what they do and how they do it. That's probably a very unique opportunity for a lot of those folks who work, um, you know, in the manufacturing side of things to, to hear that message from the customer, not necessarily the end customer, but the, the link to that end customer, the, the important link. So uh, yeah. I'm sure that was pretty, pretty 
powerful for them. Was that the first time you'd been at that existing facility? It's the first time I was at that facility. I've been to uh, other facilities and even in Puerto Rico to see where they manufacture some of the parts and things like that at different events. But it was the first time in Virginia, which is actually the closest facility to us. So I really have no idea why I've never been there, but I actually never took the trip yet. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that I didn't. I was I'm very aware of Lutron over the years and worked with them so much editorially uh, reporting on them and uh, judging their excellence awards even in the past few years. And so uh, I'm much more familiar with their um, experience centers throughout the country and also their Coopersburg headquarters in Pennsylvania. So kind of in your backyard, even though you're in the Philly area and Coopersburg is more Allentown. But uh, have you yeah, been to that facility? Uh, yeah, I've been to Coopersburg uh, many, many, many times. Uh, we work with Lutron on, uh, and they use those because we're a close, but but I'd be a top dealer to understand what uh, people are looking for in the industry. Uh, how can we make brackets a little easier to use or what tools could be uh, uh, used better in the boxes and, and different things like that. So quite often we'll be at the facility to discuss uh, future products that will be coming to market. Yeah, and and when you talk about this expansion with Lutron, um, and this story isn't just all about Lutron. I want to talk about your company and your unique custom fabrication capabilities. But from a Lutron perspective, just because you're that guest speaker, um, when you hear about their expansion, and and they do play a very important role in your business, but what does that expansion mean to you? Um, what does it say to you in terms of their um, dedication, their their future looking hopes and dreams for the category. Yeah, so well, it means a lot to us beyond uh, even Lutron because you know these are obviously brilliant people uh, uh, focusing on a very large company and and to scale. So I always look out six months in the future to see what business is going to be, and certainly scary if you watch the news, uh, thinking what may be in six months. But knowing that Lutron's looking out two years to manufacture, to build this facility, uh, and they are seeing the expansion in the category tripling, tripling, adding onto. So it's tripling the current capacity. That, that tells us a lot about uh, what, what they gauge the future of shading to be. Uh, and then made in the United States is just absolutely fantastic for us. We are uh, applauding that. Yeah, I mean, that with, with supply chain challenges that, that continue, they're ongoing and won't really be solved, you know, immediately by any means. It looks like deep into next year, at least before things kind of clear a little bit, we hope, to have that capability in the continental U.S., not, not across a border, even though they have facilities that are, like you said, Puerto Rico, Mexico, to be able yes. to bring a lot of that just into Virginia um, just, it, it's gotta be peace of mind that products are going to get delivered, uh, on time. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's the, uh, it's the logistics and also, uh, the made in America stamp on the box when our customers see it will, will also mean a lot. Yeah. And that's not too easy to get these days anywhere, <laughs> any products. Yes. So, true. um, the most people that I interview, um, have a fairly common background because they're either in the manufacturing side or on the dealer side, and they've just been tech folks from, I don't know, early, early on. They were either those kids that tear things up and put them back together or uh, are into computers, whatever it is. You didn't start yeah. off in tech. Your father's business was custom furniture and upholstery that 
I believe he started back in 1976, if I'm correct. He actually uh, started way before this. He was incorporated in 1976, so that's when he was, you know, officially, officially uh, a company. But yeah, it started when he was uh, much younger. Okay, and he he was he's got that immigrant story, right? Um, starting yeah. off, and, yeah. So yeah, that's exactly right. So that so that's a that was a great business for him, and you as the um, as the the heir apparent, so to speak, of that business, uh, step in. Um, what what did you? Uh, what were your initial feelings about working in the custom upholstery and furniture business? Yeah, so uh, initially it was uh, mixed emotions. It was it's a custom business. Uh, literally, one man, one piece could take two weeks to make one sofa. Uh, fully custom. Did a lot of ball players where they need things extra big and extra deep and. Uh, uh, areas where everything just had to be a certain size or shape or whatever it might be. So, um, but being so custom, it was very hard to be very profitable. You can't really scale a business that depends on an artist or a doctor to, to do it. So you, how many doctors could you possibly have or how many artists could you have? So our upholsterers were artisans. Um, so when um, it came time and he retired, I, I took it over, but I knew I had to do something different uh, so that the business could grow. Uh, so I did. I purchased a local window treatment store. Um, so now we can offer a full package, window treatments, furniture, uh, the whole nine yards. And with window treatments, we could certainly scale. You're not doing one shade. You're usually doing 10, 20, 30 shades in the home. So uh, it's much bigger packages that we were able to sell. And... Uh... You had a bit of a turning point at some point with that shades business that uh, that got you the opportunity to explore what, what motorization would be and some automation. Can you tell that story? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so we were uh, you know strictly manual shades. We're going back almost thirty years, so that's pretty much all that was on the market. Uh, one of our very good customers uh, called me in. They had over three hundred bank branches, and not just bank branches. I'm talking high-end, multi-million dollar, major architectural builds on each individual branch. So things had to be perfect. I was called into a meeting and the president was really unhappy with the aesthetics of the buildings because the shades looked terrible. One was up, one was down, one was midway. It was all over the place and it was ruining the look of the entire um, the entire facility. So uh, he wanted me to come up with a, um, a system that could they could um, get it looking beautiful, but there were certain criteria I had to meet. One, yes, I had to block the sun. Uh, there was glare on the computers uh, for heat control, things like that. But the main thing was for security, they can't have a shade closed. So when a police patrol drives by, they must be able to see in for security reasons. So we had to design a system that would accomplish all these different uh little uh, items. And we came up with a motorized blind. So we would have a, a blind with the tilt locked at a specific degree. So that would block the sun, but you could still see in all motorized uh, using a central control. And now they'd be able to achieve their goal. Um, and it was approved. So we got the contract and now came the problem. There's no such thing. There's no product like this on the market. So I had to figure it out on our own. And basically we opened our own uh, factory and we used parts and pieces that we were able to get. Like Hunter Douglas was, we were buying slat packs from. Basically it was the, the horizontal slats routed out already for the cords. Um, we were getting roller shade motors. 
uh, parts from lines to allow them to tilt. And then everything else, we uh, we had to manufacture our own custom. We had an a electronics company make special relays for us with contact closure. So now all the blinds could move at the same time. And of course, uh, we locked it in mechanically. So the tilt was always the same no matter what. So uh, before we knew it, we were manufacturing thousands of these commercially uh, for all different buildings, um, mostly locally throughout New York and Philadelphia, but but also nationally. After the break, we will continue our conversation with Dennis Lister and talk about how that business scaled even further and how that relationship with Lutron developed. Do you want superior smart home automation at a great value? Shelly Wi-Fi relays by Alterco Robotics cover DC to line voltage, allowing you to control lights, outlets, appliances, garage doors, pumps, and much more. There are Shelly sensors and power measurement devices to help you measure temperature, humidity, lux or motion and electrical consumption from single wire to three phase with neutral you can use shelly with a licensed driver for control 4 elon or other premium systems as well as your customer's existing hub voice assistant or any platform that accepts rest mqtt or co-app shelly can make iot very easy available now at blackwire city electric supply and worthington or at shellyusa.com Welcome back. We're talking with Dennis Lister, president of Dell Motorized Solutions. So Dennis, you uh, you gave us a little taste of how your company uh, in the motorized shades part of the business kind of got off the ground with that one big first client um, and having to scale and manufacture for the first time. So uh, as you as you evolved, uh, you, you, your business was incorporated in 1996, as, uh, as far as I understand it. But Lutron says they've been making shades since 1990. So at some point, you realize there's this manufacturer, pretty well-known brand name, doing something similar to what you're doing. Uh, how, how do you see them? How do you see the opportunity, the, the maybe the competitive threat? I don't know what it would be at that point. What was your initial uh, feeling on Lutron, who coming not too far away from where you were at the time? Yeah, so we sought Lutron out. Uh, we were looking for a manufacturer to produce uh, shades for us. We didn't want to produce the rectangle. We only want to make custom products that no one else makes, whether it be uh, the horizontal blind um, traditionally or today are angled and art shades, things that no one else could produce. But uh, Lutron was just the perfect partner. They have the, the culture that we share. Uh, they care about the customer, care about the employee. Uh, and the most important thing is the products work. They're like tanks. They, they truly last forever. So you have an opportunity to work with them on, on that sort of product. Um, but yet you still provide a service to the, currently to your market there in the um, New Jersey, Philly, and New York market where you can be a, a, a wholesaler for a custom integrator who just maybe isn't as comfortable working in shades, um, motorized shades. So explain how the wholesale part of it works. I know we'll get into the custom part because I want to learn more about that as well. Sure. Not to give any trade secrets away, but things that you've been able to accomplish and, and uh, achieve there. But how, how does that relationship work? What types of dealers are you typically working with in the, in the regional market? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, just to step one, we'll take one step back. When we uh, were starting um, the business, I it was uh, really difficult to get 
um, uh, people to realize how important motorized shades were. Okay. Um, so to educate, educate the consumer 30 years ago was almost impossible. So you had to do it more, more on scale. So we decided to do it on a wholesale basis. If I could educate the window treatment companies and the designers and the architects on motorization, then we can certainly start selling at a much, much bigger level. Um, but how do we do that when they're so afraid of the, running the wires? A window treatment store, they, they're not into programming. They're, it's a very scary item. One mistake, and it's thousands of dollars that could be lost. So um, we, we realized we not only had to be able to sell to these dealers, but we also had to install. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this way we take all the guesswork out of it. We measure, we project manage, we install, they identify the project. So um, now fast forward to today, our, our main focus is the AV industry, Okay. the integrators. So, so yeah, a lot of the integrators, it could be horsepower. You know, we have 30 people on our team. Um, there could be large product uh, projects with 50, 60, 100 shades, and they certainly will not be able to complete it um, in a timely manner if they had to do that. Um, other times it could be just they can concentrate on their core business, which is the auto, uh, automation of the of the rest of the home and the integration and let us take care of the of the shade portion. And then finally, it truly is the expertise. I mean, we've been doing this forever. Uh, it could be uh, colors, uh, opacities, fenestration properties, when to use pocket versus fascia, how to do drawings for the architects to build it into the ceiling where it. It fits just perfect with no surprises. So when we do all this for them, all the guess works out. Um, we do a, a full, when I say it's a perfect job, our, our men arrive on time, they wear booties. One person is holding a vacuum while the other person's drilling. So there's nothing airborne. Everything is padded. They wash every window when done. It's truly a first-class job, and we'll even wear the dealer's shirts while in the home. So it it's really a turnkey solution as far as the customer could see. And uh, you're, you're able to probably help that relationship maybe with the interior designers as well when you're talking about those materials and colors so that because yes. that, that's, a, that's a, sometimes a delicate dance. And oftentimes folks who are experts in technology or AV, maybe not as comfortable in those materials. And you started your career working with fabrics and materials. So you're probably pretty comfortable at this point. That's right. You know, some people don't realize how important that relationship is. If you, if you go into any project meetings, maybe the kickoff meeting, there might be 10 people there. You'll have the, you know, the architect will shake the hand of the homeowner and then the, uh, the electrician shakes the hand and the builder shakes the hand, but then the designer comes in and the designer gets a hug. Uh So, that's the influencer. That's the person you need to have the relationship with. Um, they have that one-on-one with the homeowner, and, and it's a truly key. And I would imagine, because you say the New York market is part of your territory, that you're seeing some pretty uh, upscale um, homes and high-rise condos, apartments, uh, co-ops, whatever they may be in the city. Yes. Um, probably even in Philadelphia as well. Every city has got their really high end areas and, and high rises these days. So um, yes. you're, you're, you're dealing with some pretty particular folks spending pretty big money <laughs> on these projects. You want them to be right. Yeah, absolutely. You're running, you know, efficiencies are a million dollars. So, uh, you know, once you're getting into the, you know, 
five, 10,000 square foot apartments. They're, they're certainly uh, very, 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 very high quality. Everything just has to be done perfectly. Well, and, and when you talk about those high rises, you're seeing, seeing some of those custom applications as well. And I know you work out, work throughout the country on, on those custom projects, but, uh, the, those odd shaped windows, the, the angled, um, blinds, the, the things that really require some engineering. Uh, when did you first get into that part of it? The, the, you, you had some unique challenges there with the bank projects that you started with, but when you're talking about those angled um, motorized shades, that's something that always catches the eye of the judges during the Luton Excellence judging that I'm a part yes. of. And and not not knowing who did any project while we're judging, we're supposed to be very um, blind to that and finding out that probably you're associated with most of those that we've loved so much. Yes. Um, how did you get uh, started in those really custom ones initially? Well, similar to the blinds, I was always one that once you are asked, I never like to say no. There's a dollar figure to something, but I don't like to say no unless it's something that I I definitely don't want to get involved with. So, uh, again, was a customer uh, who had a very unusual application um, and uh, needed a solution. And we are a solutions company, so uh, we find the solution and um, uh, we... we find the pieces of the puzzle. And of course, the initially it takes six months or so because we have to test it thousands of times. It has to work. We guarantee this for a life. So we have to make sure it's going to work, not the first day, not the second day, but day 1,001 and one day 10,001. So um, we've done at this point, we've, we have so many thousands and thousands in the field uh, throughout the country. And um, uh, they really are a... Uh, a show to watch them move is is truly amazing. So you've had uh, these custom applications, but then I'm assuming that there's something standard even in the custom at a certain point when you've been able to test that that first time product that you've created for a very specific shape of a window or windows. Then you test it for hours upon hours, so it always will work when it's installed. But then you're going to have something similar at some point. So have you gotten yeah. to that point where you've got certain like custom things that have become almost not commodity, but but product lines almost? Yeah, it does become a little bit more um, standardized. And then, of course, you do get some, you know, really unusual ones, which gets us very excited because we love to uh, to do those and take videos. But yeah, after a while, it, it does become cookie cutter. Uh, fabrics may change, sizes always changes uh, here or there, but it just becomes uh, a little bit routine. So do you hire um, folks, or maybe at this point you've got such veteran members of your team, your 30 folks, people there uh, that are more engineering-minded people, uh, designer-minded folks? What, what is your typical, uh, I guess, uh, talent type in your company? Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's very true. You have to be in the industry, though, because, you know, whoever went to school when they were younger said, I want to grow up and do blind. So, so it's, it's always somebody who's been in the business, uh, understands the industry. Uh, and, yeah, these people have been with us. Uh, most of our company has been with us for 15 to 20 years. Um, uh, so but then we end up getting uh, processes that eliminate a lot of the, uh, the need to even think about it. Um, some of the items such as, you know, I... 
shades are going to naturally sag when they're on a pitch or on a skylight. Yeah. And you try to figure out, well, how do you know how much it's going to sag so you know how much tension? And I looked outside and I saw the electrical line and it's sagging. So I thought, well, why not just contact uh, an engineer from the electric company and find out how do they determine how much it's going to sag over the length of the line and the thickness? And and we did. We were able to get a program together that tells us exactly that detail. So it's just items uh, like that, that when you're doing it enough times, you can invest in the uh, in the process. Now, do you source your motors the same as Lutron does on your custom pieces? Or are you buying pieces from Lutron because you've got that relationship? How, that part of it, which is a very much a, a core ingredient to a motorized shade, how sure. does that um, get sourced? Yeah, so it's actually interesting what we allow the dealer to do, because numbers are critical for, for dealers as far as uh, credits and levels, is we allow them to send us the full finished motorized rectangle from Lutron. So we're not we're not a fabricator, but we're a refabricator of okay. Lutron shades. Okay. So we're going to take the rectangle that's finished from Lutron. We're going to then cut the angles, add all the parts and pieces that uh, makes it special. Ah, very interesting. Okay, now that starts to make make more sense as you figure that out, and uh, absolutely that 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 creates some more of that existing relation or, or maintains that existing relationship, the dealer relationship. But then, uh, but you come in and do the customization. Yes. And so, um, what are you seeing in terms of the the bigger, I guess, um, the the fun ones, the ones you like to to post videos of? Um, can you just? It, it's one of those visual things. It's probably hard to describe, but if anyone could, I bet you could um, describe some of the more inter- interesting projects you've done in recent years. Yeah, so we've done uh, in New York. There was a building that had. Um, angles, uh, not only some were angled at the top, some were angled at the bottom. Um, and it was one of those crazy things that you'll spend 10, they probably spend tens of millions of dollars for each unit for the architectural features, but we came in at the end. So there was only maybe a couple of units that they learned about us and we put these uh, amazing shades on. Uh, the other units have just square drapes. So when they're closed, you don't see anything. And it, it really is a shame. Um, but they really didn't have a choice. They didn't realize that uh, we even had a solution out there. And so then um, you, you figure out a way to uh, adapt something that you've probably done before and apply it in that app, that application to solve the problem. That's right. So we'll template uh, the shape of the window, whether it be arch or angle, whatever it might be, and then we will... Uh, pretty much build the window in our factory um, so that everything is fit perfectly uh, and it's run many times to make sure it, uh, it works um, flawlessly. And um, this way, when it gets to the home, it's a fairly easy installation of the product. Now, are you finding that you get uh, direct, um, they find you or are you getting referrals a lot from Lutron these days? Lutron is amazing. The representatives they have in the field are, are truly first class. Um, so it's uh, on, on the wholesale level, uh, it's the representatives um, that, that are coming across. You, you have a dealer who's uh, very familiar with an AV company who may sell their own shades, one, two, three, four um, windows, whatever it might be. But then when they have very large windows, they might have access to the full Lutron line. 
Uh, they may only have the battery products or the uh, Serene or Triathlon, whatever it might be. So we're able to provide the full um, um, Lutron line to them, including skylight shades, and offer uh, the measure and the installation services. So they don't need to know the little intricacies. They just know it's just going to be done perfectly. And you only uh, work with the, uh, the, the powered uh, wired products, correct? Well, we do battery. Uh, we don't lead with battery. Generally speaking, um, uh, to us, battery is a little bit more of a commodity, although the new palladium shade, which is battery from Lutron, yeah. uh, with the exposed bracket, is magnificent. Um, a very unusual product. So the exposed bracket Lutron's had out for a while, but it being battery is new for the year. Um, and that's just a gorgeous product, um, saves a lot. Cause sometimes we'll have concrete, especially in the cities. You can't run wires. It's just not possible without, you know, routing inside the concrete and then patching it over. If, if they didn't run the wires initially, it just needs to be battery and, uh, it provides a beautiful solution. And, uh, as you go around the country on these more custom projects, you've obviously, you have all different types of projects probably in your your three state area there that you you service in the regional part but when you do the custom projects so um, are you seeing that um shades are a stronger category in certain states more than others uh, i would imagine california is a big customer base but uh yes. what about what about other places that i guess major cities with high rises would have that's a lot right. of windows to deal with is yeah, that that's difficult? that's yeah, you're exactly right. You so when you have the high raises, you have uh, curtain walls, you know, ten windows in a row to move ten strings. It's just very cumbersome. Um, and with the couple shades, one motor can spin many fabric panels. So it's it's not quite as costly as individual single shades. Um, and also, when you have single family homes, there's not always the privacy issue. So you may do one room for glare or, or heat gain. But truly, the living room or dining room areas like that where don't get used on a regular basis might not even need shades. So uh, any area that there's um, high rises, uh, are uh, that's really our, our key. And even though shades are your core business, you also have a Ketra showroom, um, which Ketra obviously is the human-centric lighting is the easiest way to explain it, even though that may not make any sense to someone who hasn't <laughs> talked about human-centric lighting. But yes. uh, did you get involved with Ketra after Lutron purchased the company, or were you involved earlier? We did, yes. Uh, so we did, but, you know, for, for human uh, centric, it, it, what I like to tell people is if you wake up, uh, you open up the shade in the morning, it's a spring day, 70 degrees, and it's sunny. You just want to go outside. You want to do something. You want to sit on the deck, walk, run. Same exact 70 degree spring day. You open the window, but it's cloudy out. You don't feel like you want to go outside. You, it's a gloomy, listen to the words we describe, gloomy day versus a beautiful, bright, sunny day. So uh, as a human being, the sun is important. And Ketra can make that sunny day 365 days a year inside your home. Um, so that's, you know, truly the key to Ketra. It's just perfect sunlight. And you um, had one of the first showrooms, uh, we did. and right there in Philadelphia. 
Uh, that's right. We're uh, a stone's throw from Philadelphia called Ben Salem, PA, almost across the street from Philadelphia um, line. And uh, it was our next progression in our wholesale business, which is to uh, offer dealers who most don't have showrooms. So, and Ketra is one of those products you have to see it. Uh, shade, I can tell you about it. We all know it moves up and down. It's fine, but you need to experience Ketra. Um, so we have a beautiful showroom. We invite dealers to come in, um, schedule uh, meetings with their clients. We have a, a space for them to look through plans and go over uh, any item they need to go over. Um, and we offer it on a wholesale basis because many dealers uh, don't offer Ketra. They're not um, qualified yet. Um, so we're able to do that for them, that portion of it. Well, that is uh, definitely uh, shades, obviously, has been a growing category for a while. Lighting is now just the the next wave, I believe, to add to that and the whole controlling light in general in the space. Yeah. So uh, so you've grabbed on to two very important parts of the home. And uh, we I control light, is, yeah, control light. <laughs> whether it be natural or, or unnatural. We do. Yes. Well, uh, I, I think that's really a really cool project uh, or you know business plan that you have and approach to the category and i really enjoyed learning more about it and getting to know you better so thank you so much for your time today dennis thank you very much i appreciate being here dennis lister is president of dell motorized solutions you can learn more about his company at motorizedsolutions.com that wraps up today's show thanks very much to Pretty Easy Podcast, who produced and edited this episode. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly podcast on your preferred platform and consider rating or reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe. Stay inspired and let us know if you have a great story to tell. Residential lighting specialist to our residential house.